Hi, everyone. Welcome to Domain Sherpa. Today is an episode of Down the Rabbit Hole with the Rabbit Hole Gang talking about NFTs. We've got the usual suspects on this one with Drew, Alan, Shane, Josh, and myself. We talk a lot about the current state of the NFT market, where we see the space going, what we look for in projects from an investment and a collector standpoint, and whether one ETH really does equal one ETH as the price of Ethereum rises. We also talk about the Rabbit Hole Gang Discord and how we'll be opening that up soon for more folks to join. So be on the lookout for that. All this is about to happen right now on Down the Rabbit Hole here on Domain Sherpa, so let's jump in. It don't matter what you say, there ain't no way that you're messing with my team today. It don't matter what you do, I will. What's up, Sherpa Network? Thank you for tuning in today. My name is Jonathan Tenenbaum, a.k.a. JT, a.k.a. J. On, and I am the host and producer of Domain Sherpa, where all roads lead to domains. Today's show is down the rabbit hole, right? So as we say here on Domain Sherpa, all roads lead to domains. In the reverse, our work in domains has us venturing all the time into different areas, different topics, some very familiar to us like crypto and NFTs, digital assets, and then plenty of others that aren't so familiar, hence the jump down the rabbit hole. Today, we've got the rabbit hole gang. When we got the rabbit hole gang on the show, that means it's going to be an NFT show. And uh, that's what we are going to talk about today. So we've got basically the usual suspects and uh, pretty excited because we haven't done a show in uh, with this group in a hot minute. And uh, so I'll do a quick intro. But by now, y'all pretty much know who everybody is and what everybody's deal is. But I will give everybody the benefit of the introduction. So I'm going to start over here to my right. We got my boy, Josh Reason, a.k.a. Harry Kane, a.k.a. Bjorn Borg. I reversed him up a little bit for you today. Just same shit, though. Looks like, you know, making Billy do a little bit more work. And, uh, you know, like I said on the show, we just recorded a couple of days ago, man. You like legit look like those dudes, man. I think those are I feel pretty good about my work with that. So anyway, shout out to me for giving you good AKAs. Let's keep it moving. Welcome to the show. I'm doing an amazing right. job. Don, Don, I'm doing. I'm gonna have some AKA. I'm gonna have some AKAs for you on the next show. JT. Oh yeah, that's what I'm talking about, man. Yeah, man. I Listen. feel bad. I just realized you give all these AKAs, you don't get anything. No, no, man. No, none. You know what I mean? I barely keep my job. You know what I'm saying? You know AKA, <laughs> AKA Mr. Fucking Clean. Yeah, right, Mr. Clean. <laughs> Who's the Michael Chiklis, the dude from the Shield? You know. Um, Anyway, all right. Well, let's Dana keep it moving. <laughs> let's keep it. Yeah, Dana. Oh, that's yeah. good. I like Dana White. That's good. Um, all right. So down to my lower right, we got my boy Sugar Shane Culture, aka Honey Shane, aka Mike Rowe, B House. Uh, he's got some really cool NFT stuff going on. I mean, he did the B House White Honey launch with Colonel White and Fur. If you haven't checked that out, those NFTs are on OpenSea. Make an offer. I've got one. I'm not just gonna. I'm not even gonna put a price on it because to me, Don't it's sell, almost, yeah. That's also the white list. It's not just white honey, but it gets you on the white list for ooh, the next round. All right, I like Dude, it. That's my. That's my only NFT that's not for sale. Yeah, no. I love it. Wait, that's a I have the box. Right I got there. the the honey's in the box right there. I should actually. Uh, Maybe we go to commercial. I'll come back. I'll well, I do see the up, so. I do see the white box in the corner. This yeah, yeah, it's there. I should take. I'm gonna take it out. That's what I'll do for the next show. I'll take it out of the box and I've put always, it on the. Uh, you know. Oh, you can't the, see it. Yeah, yeah, that's what happens with that background. So, yeah. Anyway, all right. So, obviously, a lot of cool stuff to chains into. We talk about that a lot, but uh, you know, B House and the new NFT uh, to me is the coolest thing. I mean, obviously, everything else you got going on is cool, but DSAD, check out the daily list. And not to to short sell, Josh. You know, go to DNWE Domain Name Marketplace. Sign up if you're not signed up. Get yourself a domain. Sell a domain. One of the best out there for doing that. 
Um, and uh, yeah, check it out. All right, cool. Let me continue around the room down to my lower left. We got my boy Alan Dunn, a.k.a. Gandalf Gates. He's the the man, the myth, you know what I'm saying? Redheaded crypto punk, which we were talking about on a, on a separate call yesterday about how, you know, the fact that you were able to get that punk that's like with the glasses and, you know, that was that's nice work, man. That is like that is a really, really cool. I mean, obviously, a crypto punk's a flex in general, but to be able to get one that like actually looks like you is pretty, pretty sick. So what do you think Thank that you. goes for now? What's a red hair crypto? What would you say that that value is now? You know, it, punks are one of those crazy things that I don't I, I think they're around 100 ETH or something. But I don't I don't look at the floor like because I'll never sell it. Off the market forever, baby. Okay, so what would your son sell? Off the market forever. (laughs) My son would sell it for about like a thousand Fortnite points. (laughs) (laughs) That's who I'm talking to. I'm smart enough to talk to the children. Yes, talk to them. You'll get a much better deal. (laughs) Oh yeah, yeah. My kids, uh, you know, they'll anything that's not tied down. You know, I mean, if it can get them a Lambo, they're in. No, they're ready. Yeah, my ape would go for like a cheeseburger, probably. (laughs) (laughs) No, my kids would sell. They get it. My boys get it. They'd 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 get value, but they would absolutely like but they would look to take the value and then go turn it you know yeah you could buy a lambo like literally like i got my nine-year-old showing me links on google like (laughs) you could sell your ape today and get this lambo do it do it dad do it you know i'm like like, you're not going to be impulsive i'm not going to have problems with you later on insurance uh, on an eight-year-old driving a lambo has got to be nothing (laughs) it's pretty high you should should have that you should have your kid talk to shane's account and explain it (laughs) when he sells that he's not yeah yeah exactly Yeah. yeah Taxes will get you a 2003 Lambo. Uh, I know yeah. if you're lucky, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, well, we're not going to turn this into a tax was, show. No, let's not make it negative. Let's go to, let's go to uh, Drew here. Well, yeah, yeah. Uh, and man, I I'm think tr- I'm trying to be happy today, guys, please. I, won't, I no, promise. It's, look, Josh it's a beautiful me. day. I don't know where everybody's, I mean, I know where all you guys are posted up but for the audience. I don't know wherever you're listening in or watching the show today, but you know, it is a beautiful day here in sunny Florida and uh, it's Friday and you ain't got shit to do. So we're going to get you high today. I ain't got right? shit to do. <laughs> we're going to get you high today. Although this show won't air on a Friday, but it's being recorded on a Friday. All right. And then last but certainly not least, we got my boy all the way to my left. We got my man, Andrew Rosner, a.k.a. Morpheus, a.k.a. John Gall, a.k.a. The Dirt Diggler. <laughs> the Dirt Diggler. <laughs> hey, hey. <laughs> just can't help yourself just oh, can't help packing so, and stacking that's it sats. all day all stacking sats bitcoin is up solana's flying today so you know um you know i did i i timed a little bit of my bitcoin into my solana although every time i make moves it's like tax man's just like you know it's like that picture it's that gif of jack nicholson you know, where he's doing that big old smile and he's like, yeah, like every time I move <laughs> shit from one thing to another, the tax man has just got that big old smile. He's like, hell yeah. Dude, with all the bridging between all the different layers of Ethereum and all the different wallets, I find, I, my shit's like unreadable at this point. Like- <laughs> That's it. Just create enough noise that it's like, I don't got to pay. I don't have to pay you. I, I, I don't even know how to, t- to turn in my yield farming shit. Like I'm literally oh, on like third farming. party app, just putting reinvest and I'm pressing buttons. Dude, and, uh, yeah. Tell I me, think- tell, tell me, tell me how you're tracking stuff on like Matic. Like, yeah. seriously, it's on like another layer of Ethereum. You I can't see any of those transactions. Someone, like the faucet. <laughs> so I, we, we should edit this. I'll edit this out for. <laughs> you know, hey, look, yeah. yo, I'm, I'm, all bu- I'm above board, man. My hey, shit, if you like- don't know what a faucet is in Matic, you're not doing your shit deep enough yet. That's the thing. You haven't sold a polygon 
you gotta get it you gotta get at the faucet you gotta like give me i just a drip i just need a drip i just need a drip like like, that's what i'm going like does anybody have a fucking faucet that i can drip from i just need a taste of 0.01 matic coins so i can get rid of my orange bucket i I, I can i can send you matic i got no i i finally figured it out but i couldn't even figure out where to send it like you know like Mm. it was just oh i had a situation but here's the thing this is why ether is so frustrating because i wanted to move some shit like you know from i had some usdc i had some weth i had some or weath i guess you know i had some other random shit i was just trying to turn into eth and like i didn't have enough i didn't have enough eth in my wallet so then i was like you know and then the gas fees is higher than what you've got that's what i'm saying like i'm like it's two dollars in eth and it's 198 to transfer it over so i i lost Forty dollars. You know? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You know, but meanwhile, like I needed to do something on Soul. Yoni sent me like point one Soul, and he's like, "You'll be good for like three months on this shit." You know what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> he's like, "You'll be able to, True. you know, do whatever you want. You're good. You you'll be covered." Now, Maddox you know? the same way. It's like, oh no, I know Maddox is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I mean. A, that's what, yeah. It's ridiculous. I mean, and we're sitting. It's like we're taking the toll bridge that costs four thousand dollars, and underneath it's a road that goes to the same place. But nah, I'm gonna take the toll bridge because it's much you know, cooler. Well, but hold on, it's not, the road doesn't go to the same place, right? That's the difference. It's like you're. It's like being in you know Ohio versus New York, right? And so, don't get me wrong. I'm a huge lover and believer of the whole Solana ecosystem. And, and I'm super bullish on where Solana is going. But if we're talking about like all of the things, you know, uh, happening within that ecosystem, not the rails themselves, which I would say Solana has the best rails in the biz, but the ecosystem, you can't compare it, right? It's like, you know, ETH, the Ethereum ecosystem is Manhattan. And, you know, Right now, Solana is Chicago. You know, it's like uh, uh, you know Ohio. That's one of my that's one of my things about Solana, Drew. What do you because Solana? Like I, for me, I feel that uh, Matic is your second layer on, and similar. And there will be other second layers that I'm sure get built. You can't compare an L1 to an L2. Well, 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 but the L2 is comparable to something like Solana, like. The L2 is Solana. It's just not like, you know, Solana is just not on Ethereum. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. My it's the same. Is, what's the like, utility? Can the utility be the same? Can you write a chain contract in Solana that performs just as well and is much easier to trade than Ethereum? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, That's the whole point. More. It's just the, even you know, more, the issue. Yeah. yeah. And I think to, to Drew's sort of metaphor, it's like, right, like there are both roads, but you currently have the Ethereum roads that as bumpy and the toll roads as they are, take you to places that you want to go currently, which is like Bored Apes and all the other, you know, NFTs that are currently Ethereum, right? And then you've got the Solana stuff, which they're starting to do shit, but it's almost like that's a bunch of roads that are out in Iowa, you know, that doesn't, that's just starting to go to places that are starting to be built. You know what I mean? So it's like, you know, so that's really the difference. I mean, but when you look at from a technology standpoint, I don't want to really divert too much into that on, on this show. I mean, we can obviously talk about it if y'all really want to, but you know, yeah, I mean, Seoul is cheaper. It's more efficient. It's but you know, the it's- gas fee. I mean, just in general, if you were to talk to somebody, what do you hate the most about tri- NFTs? Uh, gas fees. I mean, yeah, yeah, for sure. I was doing Josh. You owe me like three hundred dollars, Josh, because you put something up that I needed to mint, like a creature toad or something. 
right? Was that you? Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. I bought creature toads. Yeah. Well, I bought it and I got failed three failed contracts in a row at $118, $120. So three, oh, like, again, yeah, the I'm, thing about gas is nuts coupons. to me. I don't mind paying extra in gas if you really want something. Right. But the fact that you could still pay gas and not get the shit is such a kick in the dick that it's like, fuck you. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that shit the, to me is just so fucked up. You no, know? Like, it's, it's, I, I think the gas fees actually help the market a lot. Like, well, the, right. it, it, not not in terms of how much. I'm, I, I got to hear this one. No, no, but oh, the, fact that, the fact that a consumer is having to pay gas um, makes the marketplace not open to like all this free stuff that you're seeing on Matic and all the spam you see on Solana and all that stuff. Yeah, it, it, it is kind That's of a like a toll. Point. That's a really it's good kind of a, it, It's kind of a good. It's toll. a filter. It's a, yeah, it's a filter for, yeah, it's a, for higher quality. Now the failed transactions. Yeah. It totally suck. I mean, that's just, but that's part of the game. No, I get it. And that's the whole thing. Gas wars and all that. And it's part of understanding. And if you haven't been involved in any, and if you haven't had to pay gas on something you didn't win, then, you know, then you haven't been in the space that long or haven't done that much. Right. So like, but it's definitely turned me off from a lot of like trying to mint new stuff. And, you know, I do appreciate what some co- projects have done, you know, uh, sneaky vampire syndicate, for example, they did their bot proof contract that did the, where you had sure. to go in early and, you know, you put in, submit your number, your information. Actually, it was like you had to answer just a, a random question. And then if you got in, you got in, you know what I mean? And it was like, you know, basically like a bot proof deal so that everybody at least had an equal sort of opportunity. And then I believe you had a big enough window too, where if you were successful to be able to mint, you didn't have to pay crazy, crazy gas fees. So, you know, I think okay. that I appreciate the devs and the project owners that are doing things the founders, if you will, that are doing things to try to alleviate some of that stuff. And look, here's the thing. It's, it's changing. A- like everything's changing completely. I mean, we're, we're, we're like from where we are now compared to where we were three or four months ago, the way that people are releasing projects is, is evolving greatly. It's completely different. I mean, you're looking it- now, if, if, if you start a project and you have less than, you know, 70% unique holders, it's rare. I mean, because you can mm-hmm. typically, you're only allowed to mint one or rare. two because Unless everyone goes through the whitelist. Give it away, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, but unless unless you don't unless you don't put the work in on the smart contract, and guys like Hassan come in and uh, and and mint, you know, three hundred when they're only supposed to mint one. People are still, you know, there's, yeah, yeah. there's developers. I think it's a good point. I mean, you, yeah, yeah. Well, so you know, gas is a problem to be overcome, right? And I think it's unique, or not unique, but I think it's interesting and cool to see the way that people are going about novel ways to try to get over that. And I think that creates kind of its own cool sort of thing because now. You know, people are solving for the problem, but it still sucks mm-hmm. when you get stuck in it. Right. And you have to pay it and, you know, all that stuff. But anyway, so all good, all good. So right now we're kind of in this bit of a bear market. But what do you guys feel like? So what's everybody? How's everybody feeling in general? What is the state of the union? You know, what's the pulse of everybody right now? Yeah, I'm, I'm feeling I, I'm feeling like I, I would really like. Ethereum and Bitcoin to just slow the fuck down for a second. That's how I'm feeling, uh, and and just 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 recoil a little bit. Um, and uh, but no, I, I I still I think that I think that the the market is just evolving. It's like I said, I think people are going to change. You know, it's not going to be the way that we've seen it forever. We've already seen that it's 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 harder to make money today than it was. You know, two or three months ago, you got to be more selective. Um, yeah, so, I mean, you know, a rising tide. A rising tide lifts all boats, right? And so, let's say since April, you know, you could just spray and pray, and it's it was hard. It was hard. Your probability of success was much higher than your probability of failure, right? Yeah. If you just sprayed was. and prayed, you just bought into fifty projects, 
you know, at least 20, 30 of them, we're going to be a winner, right? And winner meaning, you know, you probably 10x or 100x. Uh, uh, and you might have had one that did a 5,000x, right? And so uh, now we're in, you know, the tide's going out. And, you know, we're going to see who's wearing clothes. And I think, you know, there's going to be a very small handful of uh, blue chip projects that, that, you know, the founders stay with it, continue to add value, or the community is so strong that they're just like, look, fuck, we're not selling. And, you know, they're adding value by utilizing these things in different ways, commercializing them and adding utility. And those projects, regardless of price fluctuations, which are normal, particularly in a developing market, um, you know, they'll have staying power and, you know, they'll break through into the mainstream over time and, you know, continue to grow. And, and, you know, uh, I, yeah, I think, you know, um, yeah, I think we're just, we've just entered a new phase of the market, but I, I'm actually, hey, apes, apes are really, back above 30. Let's go. Yeah. I, I'm actually, I'm actually, hey, hey, the bear market's over. But, you know, I, I think, I think you can't, you know, look, the whole crypto world, you know, has unfortunately pushed people with a very short attention span to have a even shorter attention span. And so it's like, oh, my God, market's not going up forever. You know, we're in a bear market. And it's like, well, you know, if the floor on the shittiest ape is 30, like, I mean, look, that ain't bad. This shit came out in what, May? Like, I mean, you know what's crazy? Do you know what's crazy? It's an amazing buying opportunity right now because the floor is 30 and there's. But ETH is also twice what it was when this shit launched. But here's the thing when the floor was at 40, ETH was at 3,000. So. Yeah. No, well, actually, good. actually, when this shit, when this shit launched, ETH was high. ETH, no, like, when it, it was launched, right no, around May, no. ETH was, ten. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it, it, was, was, it, was, it was. It was. It was. It was. It was, it was like thirty. But it was like three hundred. No, it was like thirty five hundred. We're still thousand dollars higher. We're still thousand. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like ten days ago or two weeks ago, ETH was at three thousand and the floor was at forty. Now it's yeah. at four thousand, and the ETH is at thirty. Yeah, that but looks dude, similar to me. I don't buy. I don't yeah. buy that. I don't buy that stuff. When I put in, when I put in thirty ETH, like all I'm thinking about is my thirty ETH. Like I want sure. my thirty ETH okay, to be more, it, more ETH. Like if, if, if you're if coming from ETH, the outside world and you're buying thirty ETH, and you come from the outside world two weeks ago and buy forty ETH. It sounds like the bank account's putting the same amount of money into it. So yeah, from your world, because you're in ETH, but there's a lot of people coming from the outside world that are coming yep. to get into NFTs. You think a lot of people, yeah. you think a lot of people are buying apes with US I, dollars? Absolutely. People oh, are I, I know as a fact, I know as a fact that there are, there's a large contingent of people who have never invested into crypto and that their gateway into the crypto universe is NFTs. And so- um, you yes, I'm absolutely. Eat? Yeah, like, look, I mean, yeah, JT and I are involved in a project, like, you know, with a serious, serious heavy hitter, and like, this dude had no eat, and like, you know, it just is what it is. It's like the the, the, the dude was like, I need to ape in now, uh, but I don't have to ask you to buy ETH from you. Yeah, they'll ask you to yeah. buy ETH for cash on the side because they don't want to wait six days to go into Gemini or Coinbase and wait for it to float. 
And I would say these guys are, gotta, in the, are, in the very, good, are in the minority, good, though. Very this much. is an interesting minority, topic though. because you see people, you know, tweeting, you know, one ETH equals one ETH, right? You see that a lot when the price is going That's up. That's right, JT. You know, one, well, no, no. Never I'd say forget. <laughs> one ETH equals one ETH. You know, maybe that'll be the title of the show, you know, but uh, one rabbit equals one rabbit. But I think the uh, but I, I don't know, man, I have a hard time. I, I'm more of the mindset that I still do all my other non metaverse stuff in dollars. Right. So when I'm looking at like what my tax bill is going to be, when I'm looking at what my mortgage payment is, when I'm looking at all that kind of stuff, you know, it, it's dollars. Right. So I, to me, I think it's hard to, to just be that much of a ETH or a crypto maxi to really believe that, that the, the change if in the price of the, the price the of your item matter. for two years in ETH, then I'm good with you believing in ETH is an ETH. So yeah. if you tell me that that physical item is three ETH, um, if, if it goes down to a third and you still honor it, then I'm cool with it. But if you're changing your ETH price based on dollars, I don't believe you for a, sh a second. Because yeah. mm -hmm. if you want to honor an ETH for an ETH, then make it an ETH and make it two ETH and you stick to that price no matter what. But I guarantee you're not going to stick to that price because the dollar is going to change. So that's mm -hmm. how I know when people aren't believing their own statement. Is when I think it depends how much it changes. I mean, if ETH goes to 10K yeah. tomorrow, then maybe I'm, maybe I'm, maybe I'm like, Maybe a little bit. No, but I think that's a great point. I think that is a, a key point is that I think everyone has a, a sort of a, a threshold where it you can only stay sort of married to that idea of one ETH equals one ETH for so long. And then if yeah. it doubles, triples in value, like, you know, unless you are like yeah, somebody still, who's completely given up on fiat completely, point. you know, I'm still pissed at that point. No <laughs> matter what, I'm pissed about that everywhere. point because I'm, I'm, I'm buying NFTs not not luckily and i'm hoping that my ethereum is not outperforming my nft purchases you know no that's I, that's uh, a fucking loss i'm losing I, well, I, 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 listen, I, I guys I welcome to investing right i mean <laughs> <laughs> no, you know, I know. They're, they're like okay i own like I, I don't own a lot of equities these days i i don't really want to be have a lot of equity exposure but there's a few places i want right like i want to own a lot of fucking micro strategy i got a lot of equity in MicroStrategy. I got long <laughs> call options on MicroStrategy. I got I got call options on my call options. I think uh, that's still but, Bitcoin, my friend. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but, one you know, Bitcoin equals got, one MSTR. Equity, right? I got I got uh, I got I got shares in oil, right? I want to own some 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 Exxon Mobil. I want to yeah, own Exxon, you know yeah. whatever. But the point is, is that like you know okay, so you know. Gold goes up, micro strategy goes down, right? Uh, oil goes, you know, up, micro strategy goes down. Micro strategy goes up, oil goes down. I mean, it, it, these are this is how you balance a portfolio. This is what diversification is about. If you're Diversify freaking out bonds. because if you're freaking out because you know you've got a bunch of NFTs, ETH is running, prices of NFTs aren't keeping up with the with the ETH, then you're just misallocated. You need to have more allocation to the underlying ETH. Uh, you know, getting, like you just giving, can't, you can't hate on that talk shit right now. You're getting the dad well, talk it, about it, investing. I mean, I think it's something a lot of people <laughs> just have to be aware of. It's like, you know, this is all part of a strategy. It's got to, if you're not looking at your, if you're not looking at your, your, your investments holistically, you know, then you're doing it wrong. You got to look at everything holistically. And it's like, and I, you know, I heard a quote once that, that has resonated with me and stuck with me. And I, I repeat it to myself all the time. If you look at your portfolio and you don't have at least one thing which is in a loss, you're not doing it right. Because 
everything shouldn't be going up at the same time, right? If it does, you got a problem because when it turns around, everything you own is going down. But that thing that's, you know, in a loss, it's a balancing, you know, it's a balance. Yeah, it's like it's when balance everything else turns probably. around. Yeah. When everything else turns around, that one's going up and you know, you got to understand correlations. I've been preaching about this shit since June. Like if you think that when ETH is 10 grand, that, you know, the floor on BAYC is still going to be 30, you're tripping. Like, I don't give a fuck. I look, look, I got, mm. I am, I got millions of dollars. Yeah, it's going to be 40. That's right. It's going to be 50. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, and, and I think that we'll get there. I think that we will have a case where it'll be $10,000 ETH and, you know, BAYC floor higher than it is today. I think that we're, we'll, we will get there. And, you know, when these guys launch a token, when these guys launch a DAO, when these guys have, you know, the collaborations that I think are in the pipeline, it's like, look, for sure we're going up. But, you know, nothing goes up in a straight line. And, you know, nothing goes up forever. Things are correct. That's healthy, right? You got what we want, right? It's same as same as in Bitcoin, right? I, I like bear markets more than I like bull markets. I get nervous in bull markets. It makes me anxious. I get nervous in a bull market in the NFTs too. So I'm anxious. And, you know, I got to make decisions, you know? I, I just want to buy the things I want to own forever and, and just ride them. You know what I mean? And like, I, you know, I like bear markets because it's like, that's opportunity. That's where you make the money. You don't make the money in a bull market. You make the money in a bear market. And, you know, you want a bear market to flush out the weak hands because the only way a market goes up from where it was previously is when you flush out the weak hands and you put more of that asset into the strong hands that are never going to sell. And then suddenly, okay, tide turns, we start going up. What is less supply? And if you got less supply than you had the, la the last time and you've got upward momentum, market goes up. And so this is all healthy shit, you know, but if you're freaking out, you just don't have enough ETH. You got to over, you know, you're over allocated. Dude, can we, to can we, can we extract, apart from that last bit about not having enough ETH, can we extract that little statement and just put it and like pin it to your Twitter page, to the rabbit hole Twitter page? They're not, they're <laughs> not enough, they're not enough ETH part is just to fuck you. But the, the, um, <laughs> the, the, the rest of it was pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, no. I think about that all the time. Really Volatility really. is how traders make money. Yeah. If everything no, is down or everything goes down, think, you don't make money. Volatility is what we want. That's how we make a living. Well, and I think, yep. look, and this isn't just Drew giving like, you know, kind of this is him uh, reacting to Josh's comment. But I think a lot of people share like for me, I'm I'm a reactive investor more than I want to be. Right. And some of it is because I'll get bored or, you know, I'll chase the shiny object. I get hype on some shit and NFTs make it even harder because it's not just like like I'll have my I had my crypto portfolio like set up like. I had the right mix of Bitcoin, Ether, and Solana. And then it was like, oh, I want to buy a new ape. You know what I mean? And then it was like, I have to have this ape. So I'm going to go do that. And it's like, you know, once those kinds of things and the NFT, to me, the NFTs bring in a, you know, much more of a sort of a, you know, call it the shiny object syndrome because there's so much going on and there's so much cool shit, so much new shit. And, uh, you know, and I think people in general, though, in the NFT space, I'm kind of shocked when you see people who, buy something and then it doesn't go up like next day and then they're immediately like freaking out and i think some of that is because you have younger people like you know millennials and you know inexperienced investors and things like that that are all i mean the nft space is kind of as much as the crypto space brought a lot of young folks 
you know what I mean, into the space. The NFT space is doing that even more. And, sure. you know, and, and it really shows you kind of like and everyone has that, you know, everyone's in the same echo chambers and Twitter and everything else. So you see all of this like commentary and it's just it's interesting, you know, and the dynamics, the social dynamics, as well as the psychology behind a lot of this, I think is interesting with that real quick. We're going to take a quick break. So- Wait. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead, Josh. Go. Go. I'll let you. No, go. It's, good. Break, it's good. Josh. It's good. It's good. It's good for after the break. It's good. Oh, good. Perfect. Break. We're going to hear what Josh has to say after the break. We're going to go real quick to a commercial. Quick shout out, uh, you know, to Namejet, Dan.com, two of our big sponsors here on Domain Sherpa. And uh, when we come back, we will end media options because that's the commercial. You're about to get gold. You're about to the get, get, get money commercial. It's coming. And then uh, we'll be right back here on Domain Sherpa. We're all roads lead to domains. Rabbit hole gang down the rabbit hole. We'll be right back. Media Options is the industry's leading domain broker specializing in domain acquisitions, high value domain sales and domain name consultation. As pioneers and thought leaders on the subject of the domain aftermarket and domain name value, plus through their clear domain acquisition service, Media Options offers startups and established corporations an unparalleled scope of high-value domain options, providing access to domain names and curation technologies not available elsewhere. Media Options believes in the power of a great domain name and is dedicated to helping you obtain yours. Call or email today to put a domain to work for you. What's up, everybody? Welcome back. Domain Sherpa down the rabbit hole with the rabbit hole gang. Rabbit hole gang, make the joint go bang. What's happening? Um, All right. We were just having a really spirited conversation talking about one ETH equals one ETH. Got into a little bit of just sort of the dynamics around investing and some of the stuff that we can find interesting around NFTs and crypto with respect to that stuff. A balanced portfolio, diversify my bonds. And Josh, you said you had something like you had a good point, man. You're ready to come back after. No, no, I was just I want to I I want to talk a little bit about new people coming into the space and how they can be successful in NFTs, because that's obviously why most people tune into this kind of thing. They're trying to get alpha, right? They're trying to figure out how to they're trying to figure out how to make money. Let's go. Let me get my notebook. Let's Let's find out. But so so so. One of the things that I'm interested in right now, because my brother-in-law just started in NFTs, the guy never bought any crypto, like you guys said, he's just, he just saw what happened with me and my apes. And he's like, this is, you know, too much, too much for me to sit out, you know, but what, what he's been doing is just grinding on the discords, just trying to get whitelisted in projects. Mm. And, and so he, you know, got whitelisted for Metasaurs. And then he spent the last like week grinding, trying to get whitelisted for Boongie projects. And that seems to be the play right now for like new people come in. It's like grind in the discord, get whitelisted. I think get your great. mint, yeah. get your mint without having paid pay gas fees and then sell that shit pre-reveal. <laughs> yeah. Well, especially, so let's talk about Mechasaur, not yeah. Mechaverse real quick. I almost called it Mechasaurs, but you know, cause I it's really like, like I know <laughs> it is kind of like a funny ass No disrespect though to Merlin, man, <laughs> Dr. DMT, what up, man? So all good. But, um, Yo, for Mechaverse, you know, I really like some of the art and some of the cool shit we we're seeing ahead of time. I thought the Pacific Rim Gundam, like all that kind of shit, I thought was pretty cool. Um, but then the, you know, everything that's happened since then, and this shows you, like, I hadn't done a ton of research, but I was like, you know, but aesthetically, I w- I thought, oh, this is going to be a cool project. I saw a lot of like, you know, momentum building with it, and I was like, I know I'm not even going to get anywhere close to the mint, this and that, and the other thing. So. But since that shit dropped, that shit has been a mess, right? So, you know, and uh, and I didn't win the raffle. The raffle itself was a mess. And everybody was like, you know, that was, but I, I, you know, and then it goes up to eight ETH. 
But I think to Josh's point, if you really can get in early on some of these mints, right? If you had gotten in even as a newcomer and gotten your mecha, you know, I'm almost kind of called mechasaurs again. You get your mechasaur and, uh, you know, you go ahead and throw it up pre-reveal and people are paying seven. I just don't know where were the, who were the people paying seven and eight ETH for a mechaverse pre-reveal? You know what I mean? Because I, they're moving. I don't know. Honestly, dude, I don't know. Cause I don't know anyone like an OG in the space that was like, Oh, I'm buying mechaverse. I didn't know one person in the space who was like, yeah, I'm buying mechaverse. Jack, Jack and I were like, te- you know, messaging a little bit. I know he was kind of feeling it. And, you know, I was telling him like, yo, I'm in, I just, you know, I know I'm not going to get in. And I, I had didn't. a better chance of buying the patio heater a meme one <laughs> yo that was tell me that wasn't some fucking funny shit man i love that where it was like where the dyson vacuum flipped upside down yeah, it's like it's hey. this close to getting in on that <laughs> well you know and then the thing is about those like then when they actually revealed and you realize like oh man there's like no difference there's no real like thought that's gone into this it's like it shows you that you really got to be careful because you know the propping up and then i see projects that could have been just as valuable as the as the mechaverse and including metasaurus like i thought you know merlin and you know did a good job you know launching that and, and really managing the discord and the community and like there was a lot of really cool stuff there but how is that any different right and that meaning like how did mechaverse get that hype is what i'm you know is it because i talked about it on the show maybe maybe you know what i'm saying like but where did it come from you know and who are the people buying because i think anyone who knows like who's pays attention and is kind of you know could see that coming a mile away that it was like, yo, once those ramped up to such crazy prices pre-revealed that that was not going to hold, even if the art was dope, even if everything really came together, you know, cause then there was some other stuff where like the founders were like, you know, kind of bitching about the artists. And there was like a lot of like, so the, the juju got kind of twisted there. I didn't, you know, with that project. And uh, you know, I guess that's my question. How's it I, I'm going like? to say some shit that, that won't be popular, but like, first off, if you're buying into a project just cause you think the art's cool, like, you're probably going to lose your money. And like, probably. You're almost like, yeah, like, like, like yeah, the yeah. art is 1%. The art is like the lowest common denominator where, and what I mean by that is like, it has to be cool enough to like open the door, but it's about the community. It's about the utility. It's about the pipeline. It's about the founders. It's just like, start, it's like investing into a startup. Like, like there's a picture, somebody tells you the story and the story is, you know, if there's not a good story, we're not going to have, you know, that's where the conversation's over. But, you know, the conversation, the story gets me in the door and it's like, all right, so what's behind the story? Where are we going? Are we going to the moon? You know, are we going somewhere <laughs> nobody's gone before? Because if we're not going somewhere that nobody's gone before, I don't need to be in this fucking room. Get out of here. And that's kind of how I feel about, the entire NFT space is if you're not going to go plant the flag where nobody's been before, get the fuck out of here. Cause you're just wasting my time and I'm not going to waste my ETH on your ass. So like not, yeah, go ahead. No, go yeah, ahead. I, well, just think, like, I think Drew's talked a lot. Right. You can say some shit. Go ahead. No, no, I, I'm just going to exactly what Drew is saying. You know, 90% of these projects are, they have this great fucking spaceship and you, but you walk in and there's, there's no seats, there's no engine, there's nothing. And you're not going to go to the moon. And you, Drew's exactly right. I mean, it, it is an unpopular opinion. I'll tell you that. But that that you know that the art is not you know the, the, the totally. The, That's fair. I guess is, you know. But I look at it like if it is. you don't. I mean, there's so many there's so many projects. But that, I'm still in the same boat mm-hmm. I've always been. If I buy something 
for three to $500 early that I think is cool and that is a piece of art that's somewhat popular, not some obscure thing, I'm not going to lose because I, I spent 300 to 500 on a piece of art and half the time other people are going to agree with me. None of that shit that you guys are talking about are art. I don't, I, the people that say, oh, this is badass. It's a fucking Lego piece. Like there's nothing badass about that. It's not art. Nobody put time into that at all. They mass produced it by dragging and dropping layers on Photoshop. That's not yeah, art. Yeah, but, but Andrew's not speaking just the Mechaverse. He's, no. He's, he's speaking. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, but I'm saying people like, and again, I fought with him, but somebody like Show Deer, where it's a, it's a badass poster, or, or um, John Overton. <laughs> I think Overton's his name, the, the Native American guy. Oh, yeah. those are really, really dope. Those are really those super are cool. Good. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I paid yeah. 0.32 ETH for a badass print, and I think it can still go up in value, but no matter what, I'm good. You can only do that so long, but if you're new, I think starting with something that's popular, but not too expensive that you really like, that's a really good start. Now, if you want to fucking get into this game where you're minting that, that's, that's money. But if you, you know, if you only have a thousand dollars, buy three prints that you really like. And if you don't make any money, then you're fine. And you got some, some good stuff. So I, I feel like there is some things you can do well, yeah. yeah, and I think maybe you let's talk, to, you, you know, there's a difference. You need, to be, you need to, like, enable the social flex, right? If, you're, if, you're, if your product doesn't enable a social flex of some kind, then it's so yeah. difficult. It's almost, it's almost impossible to gain any traction because, like, most people that are buying at the high end, they want to flex whatever they're buying. Yeah. I well, and I think you make a good point there, you know, if you're making the point that – yeah, there's a difference between PFP projects and actual the you know the actual art pieces that you're buying you know and because uh, there is a difference I think if the art is cool in the PFPs I think that adds to the value but I would agree with you know both Drew and Alan that you know there's got to be more there which includes the roadmap the utility the team and that's where the community. are really so. really unique in the fact that you have some artistic entities behind there you have ai you have this burn function oh those you have are this dope game. yeah i like those a lot i, I what, what is this what those. is this what you don't what, know what, what is this is it eponym is that how you pronounce what do you call them oh yeah no, I, lo I love this the ai art yeah but yeah. how do you say it though say it. how do we lose alan epipen all i can say about that is, is that apparently i can't use not gonna not gonna not gonna make it <laughs> well the pro no but the problem is with eponyms is every single person i talk to is like yeah those are so cool these are like one of the coolest uh nft products that, that have come out but they're gonna struggle but they're gonna struggle yeah. like what Ooh. does that tell what does that tell you who thinks they're gonna struggle you or the people no, that i know i know they're gonna i know they're gonna struggle but what like, struggle mean? Like what? Because yeah, they're already selling for like so we're all in the struggle. We're and all the, in the struggle. The floor gets purchased because you got to buy two shit pieces to burn to get one. Yeah. So, so that so that that that's I can't gonna, get anything under point four. Like every time it gets to point four, someone buys it up to burn later. That's the game part of it. It's so brilliant. Yeah. Is I, to put that out yeah. there. I, I do. People I do have like, to love. People have to love the art in those kind of projects. They have to love the art in those kind of projects. I think the art in those projects so, are crazy. I love those, man. They're well, super let me, cool. Let me expand on what Josh is saying too, and Andrew, is that I, I think you're, all, you're, you're right. You have to love the art. You have to look at the mechanics of it. But at the end of the day, and this is not a question or, or an answer any of us really answer for specific people, but you have to be fucking honest with yourself. Like, are you in this to make money? Are you in this because you like the community are you in this for the art and don't get mad when one of them doesn't work out like 
you have to realize like why you why did you buy that art like you love it you're great but if you bought it with you know 90 expectation you're going to make money and it doesn't make money then it's your fault right yeah. <laughs> like you got to be honest with yourself why you're here right? yeah yeah and i think that's yeah, a good point 100%. i do think the people that are trying to get into nfts because they just want to figure it out try to make a little bit of money i do think that josh that is really good alpha right there that the idea that if you do grind in the discords and you're grinding on trying to get in into the mints and, you know, because they're almost every project that mints at 0 0.07 or whatever, almost all of them go up. And although one that has in is Dark Horizons, which I really like, and I think the art and some of the stuff they're doing is actually pretty cool. There's a, you know, potentially a game and some other stuff. But I think that goes back to the idea of like what makes that really any different than metaverse hype you know is it because metaverse maybe did they you know were there but, all these bots and but shit listen to what you're saying listen to what you're saying i mean i, I just think this is all such <laughs> bullshit like you know what i'm saying like like you you're just telling yourself these fucking stories this is all bullshit you know like let's just be absolutely clear everything that we're saying it's all in our heads right we're, these are just stories that we're telling ourselves and so i just come back to the point of what i was saying earlier which is this was round one of the NFT game, okay? We're in the late stages of that first cycle of round one. And in round one, there will be winners and there'll be a lot of losers. And we've sort of proven out the concept. There's clearly a market. People have spent tens or hundreds of billions of dollars already on this stuff. And, you know, most of it's gonna get flushed out to sea, but there will be winners just like from the last ICO boom, which was very much the same. You, you had Ethereum rose up out of that, right? You had uh, Tezos, you had, uh, uh, I don't know, there's probably like, I don't know, a, a good five, 10 great names that rose up out of that and actually went on to build something. And, you know, that's what you want to do. You want to pick, you want to find those. Who, who are the phoenixes that are going to rise up from the ashes of the short to be dumpster fire that will be the NFT market when we come into a bear market. And, you know, I think that the only thing to be looking out for, yeah, I mean, there's different games here, right? So again, it comes down to what Alan said, are you in this to make money? Are you trying to just quickly get on the grind and make a little something? Well, then maybe that minting strategy that Josh mentioned, that's, that's for you. But if you're like, look, I'm a collector. I want to come in here. I want to be exposed to this. You need to be looking for things that are being done in ways that have never been done before. You know, you need to be like, that's what this is about. This is an early stage of a new technology and the winners are going to be the people that have an, a unique expression of that technology. As far as I'm concerned, Board Ape Yacht Club, and obviously I'm biased, I, you know, but Board Ape Yacht Club set the standard, right? It's like from gamification, roadmap, execution, art, the whole thing, like they ticked all the boxes. And as far as I'm concerned, and, and, and most importantly, giving away all the IP. And I think that that's a critical element that most of these projects don't get. It's like, if you're not giving away the IP to the people that are buying this, then you don't understand this ecosystem. This is an open source ecosystem. That is what decentralization is all about. That is the ethos of this shit. And so, if you're buying something that is somebody else's shiny picture because you think the art's cool, well, cool. I hope you're getting it for three to 500 bucks, like Shane said, and you can slap it up on your wall when the project goes to zero because you, 
you got your sentimental value out of that. And that's cool. But if you're in it because you're trying to collect something that's going to make a statement that's going to be, uh, you know, a piece of the early stages of what will be a multi-hundred billion dollar industry, potentially trillion dollar industry over the next decade, well, then you need to be buying things from projects that are unique and doing something that nobody else has done before. Creating a new PFP animal project that shares 70% or more of the traits from the BAYC, like that's a loser's game. But I get you. Yeah, I think one of the things that, 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 that people talk about all the time is utility, right? But there, do I ever hear anyone talking about brand? Very rarely. And I think like we get this as domain investors more than most mm -hmm. people in the NFT space. But everyone oh. talks about utility, which is great. But actually, the biggest thing that's coming out of, of some of these projects like Board at Yacht Club, why do I bet on Board at Yacht Club? Not necessarily utility. It's for me, it's brand. If they can build a big, big brand, that's where that's where the value comes for me. So the, the beautiful uh, thing is they don't have to. That, that's yeah, the thing. Right. It, exactly. The Boom. That's the, the fucking alpha. Is. You want alpha? That's the alpha. I, yeah. I, I'm doing it. Sorry. No, no, no. Continue. Continue, Alan. I didn't. Oh, no, no. I, I, you know what? I'm, Literally. Taking my, I'm taking my wizard hat off. <laughs> <laughs> what, what Gandalf you gets, Gandalf gets with the truth. You know what I'm saying? And uh, so, all right. So, Drew, do you want to buy my Dark Horizons bags then, please? Like, <laughs> is that like, are you, but is it's that literally what it's what it, it's literally what Alan just said. It's like they don't have to. That's what you're looking for. You're looking for a project that has caught the network effect and, you know, where the community has so much excitement around this project that the founders cease to be important. That, that's what you're looking for. I mean, that, that's literally the definition of success in this space. Is well, that that's what happened the, with Punks. Some, that's 100% that's what's happened with that's Punks. Punks. That's why yeah. Love and I, and I don't know. And I, at all. Yeah, and I would say, look, I'd play devil's advocate just a little bit and say, I don't think it's that the founders no longer need to be important. I mean, I think the Board of Yacht Club and their founding group has done the best job out of everybody as far as the combination of staying out of the way, staying under the mm -hmm. radar, but yet continuing to both establish and execute on a dope roadmap, right? So they have mm -hmm. set the standard. So I don't think it's that they no longer need to be, you know, they're no longer important, but I think that they understand you know, to let some of this just do what it do, because, you know, to the broader point, which I agree with a thousand percent is that, you know, it's the community and it's that that's ultimately going to drive this brand. And, you know, now what we're going to see in some of this next phase of what I believe into this phase too, as you kind of referred to Drew, is that, you know, we're about to get into more of the IP phase, you know what I mean? And that's some of the stuff that we're doing, obviously, like, it's just, you know, the idea, I mean, Shane's already done it, right? I mean, the, the B house, Colonel Whitenfer as the spokesperson, as the face of the honey, the white honey is like a perfect example of that because it was a perfect use of that IP that you basically got for hundreds of dollars when you first bought your ape. But, you know, to a big company mm -hmm. or even a startup or anyone else who's going to utilize the apes for various IP purposes, comics, you know, animated series, music, movies, shows. I mean, you know, Jenkins, the valet is signed to CAA. I mean, you know, the board of yacht club folks themselves, you know, signed to, to, to guy, you know, Siri, they, it's all coming together in a way that, that is the recognition and soon to be, you know, the, the called the monetization or the use of this IP that's only going to then continue to drive the shit even further. I mean, it's like really, I mean, it's, we're, it's, we're, we have a t-shirt company that we started 
we're not designing t-shirts. We're just going across the NFTs and picking pieces and buying them and putting them on shirts since we own that right. Like just yeah. badass pieces. We got like 30 or 40 that make incredible t-shirts. It's it's like a free designer for $300 or $400. You got any tribes? Mm-hmm. Tribes has some pretty cool stuff. I like that. I Anybody? Know what's, I don't know what the tribes are. I don't even know that. That's one. been around for a little while. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So. I mean, there's some pieces you've never heard of. Like their point, it costs more in gas fee than it does for the pieces. But they're really, they display really well on t-shirts and you don't have to sell, but like 40 of them to pay for the whole thing. So it's, yeah, yeah. Well, and a, that's the thing. A lot of you business model. This is a, this is a business person's dream, this whole thing and a marketing person's dream. It's just, I, I love it. I, it's my job to make these pay for themselves. That's, that's how I look at it. Like that ape is going to pay for itself when it's all said and done. Of course I got in cheaper. If you pay 200 grand, you got a lot of work to do, but I mean, for somebody that bought it early, well, they still have value for people at that price point, depending on what they're going to use it for. And as they continue to appreciate in value and, you know, and there's yeah, only so many of them. It just takes a lot more work to pay back 200 grand. Oh, through, yeah. <laughs> you uh, think? Marketing yeah. than it does. Than $1,200. bucks. Yeah. I mean, Colonel White and for, uh, you know, I, 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 you know, it took in five figures in honey and presented itself with an opportunity past that. Um, and some of it's the apes. I mean, some of it was him and that cool picture. And it still comes down to the art. Like it could have, if I'd have just put the plain old ape face up there, I don't know that it would have been quite as exciting as to take somebody like Joe Ruiz who made it a pretty good character. So he kind of took it to the next level. So there's, yeah, there's just so much going on here. There's an opportunity for everybody. The only thing that I'll say is that gas takes out the opportunity at the low end to scalp and to have people come in and buy something at 0.03. Uh, it, you know, it doubles up the price on, there'd be a lot of projects moving towards the, at the bottoms and moving higher if people could come in and change that price. But I can't come in and sweep the floor at 0.03 like I used to in July. It cost me $22 times, you know, 20. Well, now it costs me $122 each time I'm trying to, to, to buy that floor. And it just is a, tra- it's not a trader's market in those low ends anymore. Yeah. And that's a fair point. And that goes back to this issue with gas and this one ETH equals one yeah. ETH conversation and everything else. So, um, you know, gas is prohibitive for sure. And, uh, you know, in, in different ways. And, and that's another example. But, you know, the broader point, I think, of what Drew said and or what Alan said, and then Drew echoed it and said, stop talking, Alan. He's going to make the point as if he made it. Is that the uh, you know? Is that they don't have to. He's a much better speaker than I am. Thank you, <laughs> no, it's all good. Uh, Alan, Alan contributes ninety percent, ninety percent of the conversation in less than one percent of the words. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, I like it, man. That's how the old wizards work. You know what I'm saying? So it's part of his uh, his skill. So. All right. Well, that's cool. So speaking of which, so let's talk. So what is, you know, when we talk about current projects that we like, you know, we're honing in on what we think has real value or things that we're excited about. Um, what are some of those things for all y'all? You know, I know you, know I, got, you know, I got projects, you know, I got projects. I was just going to say, I'll just read Josh's tweets out. Well, yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, exactly. you like, I'll tell, I'll tell you something though. And you guys know, I'm going to talk about it, but they didn't go down. They didn't go down during this bear, this like bear week, right? They didn't what are we down. talking about? We're talking about the Kaiju King, son. They didn't. They didn't go down. They they held strong. Oh, they did. I love those. Things. I didn't yeah, get the activity in. bar was nice and straight. So tell me, am yeah. I am I too late to get in? Am I too late? No, to they're, get in? they're they're still just like they're like one ETH above what they literally started trading at. Right, but tell, tell tell me, tell me tell me 
what what is going what is a kaiju king going to be? What what am I going to do with a kaiju king? You stack like, them and I you get it. Coin. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah, so you like, know, like, I, like I, all right, I the, the simple way of explaining it. Shame, all right, let him talk. If let it's him. dope art for five hundred bucks and I can put it on my wall, that's cool. I can mess with that. No, but so if my, it's my personal like, my personal opinion is that from like an NFT enthusiast standpoint, it's a really great PFP. If you don't already have like a punk or a board ape, then I mm-hmm. think that that's definitely up there. Um, but you know, that's a matter of opinion. Uh, the other thing is, is that you, they basically copied a model of one of the most successful NFT projects that, that exists today, and nobody else has been able to execute it in that way, from my Pickles? in my perspective, which is Cyber, which is Cybercox. Um, and they've copied that model in a way that they've actually built the entire uh, infrastructure out before they took anyone's Ethereum, before before Mint. So the whole breeding ecosystem was fully functional on day one. So there's already breeding that's happening. Uh, the differences between what they've done is the fact that there's there's more Genesis uh, there's more Genesis products. So there's 3,333 as opposed to 1,000. Um, and there's a limit on how many babies that can be bred, which is 6,666. And then the main differential is the DAO. So the DAO that they've created um, that, you know, you'll be able to participate in is something that is evolving and you can, it, it's kind of like a, you know, that, that new, that new wave of being able to dictate how projects go forward according to the community and according to the holders. And the point behind it all is, how do we excel web 3.0? How do we move that needle forward? And I think that, you know, in that respect, I think that there's a little bit of uniqueness around it with, you know, a model that helps bring that all together. So right. my perspective is it's a pretty cool project. Now, do I, you know, it's anyone's guess as to where it goes. But from my perspective, I think that it's got all the ingredients of a really good project and, the, and and for me it's a team that can execute they've already shown that they can execute from day one that's my perspective i think that's that sounds good i'm in you know so i'm gonna push back <laughs> i'm gonna push back just because that's just because that's who i am um what i hear is it's a cyber Kong's me too right so so it's like all right you lost me at that it was like all right i'm not interested because yeah. I literally like, I'm just, I'm just like, I set a bar really high. Like, and so, you know, it's like, all right, I go out and I buy. Before, um, wait, before you, you talk, know, before you talk, but can you address this point? Because you're going to address the point. Can you address this point? Was Board 8 Yacht Club a punks me too? No, not even close. Because, so punks never really interested me. They only interested me now as a FOMO thing because it really is like a status symbol, right? But um, that's where it ends for me. Maybe other people see it differently. You know, it's truly, cru- cr- clearly a proven success. It's, it's the, you know, it's like the original, you know. So, but um, anything that's just going to purport to be just a cool PFP, that's a commodity product because that's a, that there's an infinite landscape. And you can only be the first once. And so that's been done. So in my mind, there's like a few categories, probably four, maybe five categories um, of, of NFTs that we've seen so far. And so the only NFTs I'm interested in beyond that are things that create a new lane, right? And so it's like, all right, punks, they own the PFP, just pure PFP play, right? 
That's punks. Uh, board apes own the utility and commercialization, right? They came out, they gave away the commercial rights. They're the first ones to do that ever. They created, they were the first ones to ever create a roadmap. They were the first ones to ever create the like, okay, we're going to introduce treasure hunts. We're going to create challenges. We're going to create like, you know, this whole ecosystem uh, uh, in which the people that own apes can thrive through airdrops, through, um, you know, all of the different things that they've done, right? So they created a new lane that previously did not exist, which was the ability to take something that you purchased with full commercial rights and commercialize it and utilize it in any way you see fit. Then the, ne- the third interesting lane was Damien Hurst. Now I wrote off the Damien Hurst at first look because I was like, all right, it's just a celebrity artist going to come in, it's a money grab, it's a bunch of, you know, dots on the canvas, which I think look amazing, but at what price? At 500 bucks, I'm in. I'll put that shit on my wall, right? But at, you know, 60 grand, I'm not sure. I think I'd go rather go buy a real piece of art. And so, but then, you know, switch, he, he made it super interesting because it was suddenly, oh, wait a minute, you can take an NFT and you can burn it and you can get a physical painting. Now we're talking, and that seems like a simple thing, but it's actually really interesting and it was unique at the time. And so it was like, all right, now we're gamifying this thing because now what you've got is a token that represents a painting and you got to make a decision. Do I want the physical token? Do I want the physical painting? Or do I want this NFT, which is a call option on the painting? And so the immediate reaction of most of the market is, oh shit, I want to burn that shit and get the painting. I want a Damien Hurst original, slap that shit on my wall. But you know what? I think that's actually the wrong move. Maybe it's the right move if you just truly appreciate <coughs> Damien Hurst, you want to put that on the wall. But from a financial perspective, the right move is actually the NFT. Why? Because the NFT offers you optionality. And optionality always trumps any individual decision because the option you, you, you have the NFT, you can transfer that NFT anywhere in the world in microseconds. And, you know, you can't do that with the painting. The painting has storage costs, it, subject to, der, you know, uh, uh, derogation, you know, where, where, where it can degradation. So, you know, subject to all, all kinds of things that things in the digital universe are not subject to, right? And so the optionality of that, the gamification of here's, you have a token, you can burn that token and get a physical painting, but that token is gone. And then that decreases the supply of the NFT. And so I, that, that was a really interesting new dynamic, a new lane that he created, right? So that's three lanes. Then you've got sort of the music lane, which I think is just being flushed out. I don't know if there's any real emerging, you know, winner there yet. Um, then you've got... Uh, no, you also well, had Tom's, Tom's Rockets Factory, who came out with something. Also. And they gave you a physical thing. But not only that, they actually added these launch sessions where they brought the community together as well. Yeah. And, yep. and so, so there's all, yeah, that, that was another one. Was so those one. Tom's Rocket Factory, how are they doing price-wise right now? Any idea? Like, are they... I think it's still like 10 ETH for a, uh, for a fully rocket. I'm not yeah. sure. So. Yeah. So, I mean, those were, you know, so if you got in early with those pieces and you put a rocket together, I mean, that would have been a pretty good investment, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. 
Absolutely. So, and I think that kind of speaks to exactly what Drew's talking about, which is, you know, and, and I'm not downplaying. I like the Kaiju Kings. I didn't get in because I kind of missed that in the Discord when you guys were talking about them and stuff. And I think that for something like that, it's like they either can put a new spin on, you know, Cyber Kongs in a way that makes sense and, and works for them because it's unique and they, they maybe do have some things or they've improved it to the point that, and there's enough of a demand for that, right? Because they know, obviously, the Genesis Cyber Kongs with the bananas and all that stuff, like, those went crazy. Now, they've since cut in half value-wise, but they got up as high as, what, like 200 ETH for, like, the yeah. floor of the Genesis Cyber Kong? 220. Yeah, it's, wow, it's crazy. So, you know, I think there's no doubt there's obviously a demand for that type of project. I think there's no question there's a lot of people who feel like they missed out on things. I do would I would agree with with Drew, you know, this is just trying to sort of summarize a couple of things that have been said here um, that if it's too much of a me too, then then you're really relying on, you know, they if they're not doing anything better. I'm not saying they are. Or they aren't. I don't know a lot. But I actually thought your breakdown of the Kaiju Kings was really solid, Josh. And I'm actually more <laughs> interested. I'm more interested in them than I've ever been. You know, so you did great. You did a great job, Josh. And, Thank you, um, man. I appreciate it. I <laughs> Amazing. And I also appreciated where Drew's coming from, because, I mean, it's almost like remember when loot loot first took off and then you had extension loot right so everybody who missed out on loot was like yo i'm gonna get this extension loot and then the loot people did like a boat and said nah we're not even gonna recognize it or we're not even gonna boat on it or something and then extension loot went from like people were paying one eth and then you know now you can't even give that shit away like it's actually worth more i want to burn it but it would cost too much in gas it's <laughs> like i want to you know that's what we should probably do is try to create some kind of special burn place you can send shit that creates like a digital graveyard so you can go the extra mile of burning something and being like fuck you to something that you really hate so much that you want to like let people know that you burned it and we'll just charge somebody like a little extra on top of gas to do it you switch but out the <laughs> nft you get an actual nft of fire <laughs> exactly like or do like it's like a gravestone that says here lies some bullshit yeah that I hated. this used to be this piece of shit <laughs> exactly you know <laughs> but um Anyway, so no, but I think that, look, I think that where something can take the wheel and reinvent it in a unique way that provides value, I think will have really is interesting. Um, if it's too much like something that it's sort of, you know, you could say, oh, this is the new that. If there's not enough, then, then you're really hoping that there's enough demand and money and dollars that'll stay focused on it to make it cool. You know? Yeah, I think my, my argument to Drew is that, and the reason why I brought up Bored Apes compared to Punks is because Bored Apes was created as a, it's just like a new version of punks apart from this time it was apes no like, but yes what, it was that's how it was created no, that's, that's how it was created day one it was a 10,000 pfb project and it was based on mm -hmm. successful projects in the past like punks and then they built a roadmap after they sold out and they built upon that but that may have been their intention i don't know i can't speak to that but and i wasn't there on day one i didn't mint any of my apes, so i can't say but what i can say is that it absolutely unequivocally the reality was that it was never a punks project because they gave away the full commercial rights. The entire reason why I got excited about BAYC in the beginning, I was shitting on all you guys getting into the, the, the this whole thing in the early days. And it wasn't until I understood some, I forgot who it was, but somebody explained to me that they gave away the full commercial IP rights. I could be like, wrong. I could be wrong, but that shit, that exploded. was, that evolved. That evolved well, over the first well, couple months. It wasn't from day one. It was in day there one, from day one. It was in the terms of service, terms of service day one. Was yeah. It? Yeah. Now they may and have that, not that realized. Makes an entirely different project. They definitely didn't realize what they were doing, but that made it an entirely <laughs> different project. That is the reason I got excited about it versus anything else. Is I was like, wait a minute. So I own this, and then somebody else mentioned to me they were like, 
Yeah, think about it like owning a comic book character. And I was like, wait a minute, okay. That was awesome. So this is like me going to, this is like going to Stanley. This is like going to Stanley, and he's like, yo, I just created all these, you know, characters. I'm gonna call it the Marvel Universe. You want to buy one? And I'd be like, yeah, give me Spider Man. I'll take that shit, right? And so that's what Board Ape Yacht Club is. It's it's literally buying a a closed loop comic book character at you know inception and you get to create the story and that's it that's what you get that's what we got so it was a completely different project completely different i think we have jt's uh, first sorry jt's first nickname aka jay lee (laughs) you know what you know that's that's an interesting merge into like stuff that you know stuff that we've seen evolve from pf P projects and I know that Alan he's probably the guy who knows most about it but that that loot loot the reason why loot is successful is because the people can create mm-hmm. based on whatever they want right yeah it's I mean and loot captured everybody you know what was thing. so it, it shows you how creative and smart and you know the, the people are in this space too loot was an example of that where it was like you know everybody could immediately build on top of like and it and you know I think it, it there's a bit of a lull there now because as some of these things are developing but it's almost like immediately captured everybody's imagination because it was so, you know, it was so basic, but at the same time, it kind of let people know some things that could be done with it. And like, and then obviously you tapped into everybody's love of like deep dungeons and dragons and, and that kind of stuff. And, you know, it just really just kind of took off in that way, which I think, you know, speaks to how people want to create and, you know, do this derivative stuff and, you know, build on top of these things and how that, that world building, that community building, that, universe building is so important and and that's the common denominator in everything is community building it's the Mm -hmm. common denominator in every project what no matter which way you spin it yeah i think i think i can't i think we're going to look back at 2021 there's going to be like um a 10 or 15 projects that really changed everything i mean you know there was the punks are a little historical but you have the apes you have tom's rocket factory you have the other ones you mentioned andrew you even have other sorts of like bitcloud as much as you know, people yep. hate on, as much as people hate on BitCloud, they change the creator getting paid, uh, and they, they you know they force Twitter to add you know uh, one feature. I guess you can tip people. So so there's all these there's all these elements that have changed where what what the future is going to look like in 2022. Doesn't Shane own like 0.5 percent of Kim Kardashian or something? No, hey, I, my coin was <laughs> my, my coin was worth like twelve hundred bucks Bitcloud one time. I was rolling in Bitcloud money. <laughs> anyway, I'm sorry, Alan. I didn't mean to divert you off there. Go ahead, keep going. No, no, no. But no, I guess my broader point is like everything's changing, and you know the punks can do just as well as Kajori. Sorry, the uh, you know the Kajori can have their own little audience as as much as like the punks, and some to some degree, like it, it really just depends. I mean, we're building so many different communities. I mean, you know, people love Manchester. People love the other soccer team, which I don't know, but you know, the other one. The, the better one, Liverpool. <laughs> the problem Liverpool. in this the whole one. thing, though, the is the barrier, the barrier to entry as it gets easier is going to make certain things. It, can, it can't all be sustained. It's absolutely impossible to sustain all these communities. So, no, you're right. But I think a lot will, a lot more. Oh, yeah. Get- I mean, th- there will, but we, there's, it's just not sustainable. So it's either going to, people are going to merge into one or we're going to have a bunch of small communities at small prices and they're just going to, every tweet's going to be, look at the bubblegum kids. They're awesome. You know, there's, you're just going to have people that are diehards 
but we all know that they're just not sustainable. And of the things we talked about, we'll look back next year and we'll like Alan and you guys said, there's going to be eight things that we talked about, whether they're legendary because of the fail or legendary because of the success, but it is going to come down to a dozen projects that are memorable and the rest will be just small little things are non-existent. Yep. And yeah. I think that's going to be driven by a couple of factors. Community is one, right? Cause I, and that just means how much people are really like true buying in and fans and engaged and want to stay, you know, but that is also going to be further driven by the, the founders, right? The founders who stay engaged and can kind of, you know, they'll be able to either iterate or evolve or continue to drive utility and a reason for people to want to continue to just, you know, be part of that community and being part of the community is also just owning, buying, selling like, you know, that particular. Yeah. Why NFT. does the next person want to come in? That's what I ask myself when I buy something is why would somebody else yeah. come in now? I mean, what's the, what is the point? If it's to stack your toad and make some cash, maybe that, that will happen, but that's got to be sustainable income too, or however, but it's got to be something that, that causes them to come in. And am I a good judge of what that is? Not really, but I'm getting better every day as to what's truly about asking last. the right questions, man. You ask the right questions, you'll eventually get to the right answers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And sometimes it's so, just it's a vibe. It's a vibe. It's a and vibe. I can't just like, I mean, so, and again, I put it in, in Twitter the other day. So I don't know this that spaceman guy, very famous artist, does the spaceman releases this thing. I look at his Twitter account, and he follows five, follows five people. He's got yeah, 28,000 people and he follows five. Come on. Sure, you want to join read, the community? I, I read that tweet, Shane. Sorry. I, I absolutely loved it. I, um, it, it changed everything. Like I, I was going to look into the project. And as soon as I read that and looked at a few other things, I'm out. I'm done. Oh, that's, a, that's a money grab. He doesn't give a shit about you. He doesn't even care about his friends. You know, like five people out of all those people that follow him and he can only find five <laughs> that he thinks are worthy of listening to. Come on. Actually, th those five people are on his team. Yeah, exactly. Seriously, yeah, they're so, like literally his marketing people. Yeah. But I, so, bought, I bought two of Boonjis. I hope I'm the only one on here that I can be like, yeah, the tennis, let's go. <laughs> no, and I'm, and I'm sure you're going to make money on it. I'm sure you're going to make money on it. But, you know, there's some there's some questions you ask of why you're going to get. And like, I was big on doodles. And, and I think that they're cute and they're good. But I was kind of hoping for some differentiation in characters. Like, I thought it would make a good comic book. It had legs. It had, and the floor is holding it one ETH pretty strong. So it's... Um, it, and there's a lot of selling to go because there was 5,000 whitelisted things to get rid of. So it had to, it had to go through a big dump to get to this, the stable point. And I'm really surprised. I just don't like the eye. I don't like the eye all the way on the outside. <laughs> I just can't, it just doesn't do but it. But at me. least, you know, it's a doodle because if somebody, anybody can draw yeah, that. That's shit. a unique thing. And I saw somebody took like their ape or their cool cat and they took the eye and put it yeah. over here. So you knew what they were referring to. So you know like I mean? super superlative, I'm, for instance, that yeah, is so going to be something. I'm in the super superlative, but I really like the art. You don't think it's going to be something? I do. Th I, I think it's going to oh, be yeah. amazing. I don't think yeah. we can differentiate what is rare yeah. and what's not. That's the problem. That's um, the problem. I, don't know how, I don't know how it makes it when you can't see what's good and what's bad. Is, is that the hash, ma hash masks kind of looking? Yes, budget? it's but it's the blues and yeah, purples. Yeah. And, okay. I think I they're look, great They looking. basically all look the same. Yeah, they, which is cool. I think that's what makes it cool. You kind of gravitate yeah. towards what you like. So if somebody else wants to buy yours, you know, they've got to figure out like what they want like, as far like as what they're into. I and like, I think we're at I like 6, them too, but I've just seen too many. I've seen too many of these projects where you can't differentiate between what's rare and what's not. 
I'll Not take Mechaverse, well. man. But look Mechaverse. at the number I, I think, of unique holders. When you start getting into 7,000 out of 10,000 pieces, yeah. um, that means that that, that means that there's not much left. If somebody wants out, then they're going to, you know, they're not going to get out. There's, it's going to, it means if somebody wants in, then somebody's got to go out. It literally yeah, is like a turnstile yeah. effect. And then that creates a lot of like you know, opportunity for value. Rises. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Because it's scarcity, man. Digital when you scarcity. have more people that want it, then you have people that are willing to sell it. Then you, once good. that happens, you literally <laughs> have, you've bought a house in scarcity. Anybody have anything else they want to like? Anything else they're really excited about going into the weekend as far as any kind of new projects or anything? Anybody has Just their the eye squares, on? man. Just the, the squares, squares are definitely where it's at. And hey, nothing that, against the merch drop of the, of, you know, board apes the, and everything. Yeah, the mutant drop. But dude, you can go and make your own merch anytime. Like people get so excited with all this merch that drops. That's the beauty of this project is you can make some badass stuff. I've made some t-shirts and hats that they're so great. And yeah. they're like $12 and not, not to buy, not to say don't buy it. Cause I think people really get excited about it, but man, if you want to flex, just go print a damn shirt. You have so yeah, much yeah, opportunity. We, we should cut this out because you, you still have your original BAYC. Yeah, dude, that's like a big, yeah. that's like your, that's your <laughs> retirement package. So you're trying to but sell that. I'm so. rocking this. Like I personally really like the hundreds just cause you know, this isn't what yeah, you see, and That's where yourself. I thought it lost out when, when, 50,000 people on Twitter show their same sweatshirt. I don't, I mean, I, thought, I, like I think one. it's great. Yeah, yeah. no, I, I think all that's, that's great. Like and I'm feeling some bad FOMO on that long sleeve t-shirt that I got in that box. I yeah. mean, I got a box cutter in front of it every day. So oh. <laughs> like today's the day, today's the yeah, day. Yeah, but, but no, I, I get it. I'm just saying there, you, we own some great stuff. Play with it. I mean, Sticker Mule had a $10 t-shirt and they direct to garment printed the apes. And I, I got Colonel White and Fur and all my monkeys on a shirt for $10. It's, well, you know, everybody asks me what it is. Yeah, that's one thing I'll say. I mean, quality wise, this shirt's just okay. Um, I got one of the OG with the uh, the the yellow board ape yeah. and like quality of the shirt's really nice. Has like a pretty cool tag at the bottom and it has the custom tag here too. So kind of European. You know, shout out to that. Yeah, yeah, but still, like, the, you know, it's the, good. Makes, the, you know, the folks. The folks that do the merch for BAYC though, they, they're legit. Like, yeah. like they're the ones doing it for like Hollywood studios. Yeah. They're the ones doing it for like all the it's big bands stuff. that go on tour. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, I think yeah. it's all good. I mean, I, I'm not gonna lie. Like, you know, I looked a little sidetracked for the last 10 minutes because I was literally on the site buying some merch. I missed out on the skateboard, and I'm not gonna lie, I'm I'm fomoing like a mofo. <laughs> well, I, I didn't get a skateboard. I thought that shit skateboard. could sell out. Like I, I thought I could get a sweatshirt anytime. I thought it was open. Every, everything, everything except the skateboard. There was only a thousand skateboards, and that shit sold out like this. I know. I I'll tried to get the hundreds. Rug. You just want wish... the board? Well, there's that group. There's or yeah. the, the one dude who does the skateboards. I forget. Um, uh, if I had his Twitter handle, I'd tell you. I can uh, make Joe Joe Ruiz could do you the baddest ass skateboard you ever seen like but hey real quick so okay i know you're running out of time but you know i did like the way kind of drew was putting the pressure cooker on kaiju kings you know it's almost like our version of shark tank or i guess you'd call it like the rabbit cage or the rabbit hutch right what do you put rabbits can't put pressure on the kings baby i know right pressure Pressure, you know pressure makes diamonds but the um so i guess this you know like here's where i'm at as far as like sharing a little bit of pseudo alpha i mean i think josh really that was a really good comment earlier about you know, if you're kind of coming in early and you don't have a big bankroll, that's one way if you've got time to really try to pound those discords and, you know, get in early on a couple of these. But the, uh, you know, because that is that takes time and effort. Um, the other thing, though, I think is because the floors have dropped so much on a lot of these projects, I think that 
you know, that's where the opportunity for me, I'm less excited about new projects at the moment than I am about there are projects now that, you know, become more in reach than they've been in a minute. So if you don't have a cool cat, if you don't have, you know, I, th I think world of women, I think creatures are still, you know, um, even toads have come down a bunch. So to me, it's like, you know, I, you know, I kind of have a top 10 of the stuff that I've got that I like. And there's some other things that I've got more like flyers on. I like wanderers, which I think is really cool. It's like, you know, I think, but I love what's happening with the bio pills. Has anybody else got bio pills in the bio in the bio mint passes and stuff? I guarantee Alan does. No, I, that that's was what I was gonna say. I thought Alan would, but no. No, Dude. that's that's one I uh, passed. Dude, on. huge yeah. shout out. When I bought those, Drew thought it was ridiculous. I thought it was ridiculous. I'm like, yeah, but there's something about these pills. It's just he's like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, this is like the dumbest shit ever. I'm like, no, look, it's like a little video. You can see it, it turns almost like a 3D, and it's like. You know, he's like, you'll get hype about anything. You know, I'm like, well, yeah, but, you know, so and then I didn't sell them because I couldn't, you know, they wouldn't not because I was like, oh, my God, I got to hold on to this shit. I was like, nobody's going to buy these. So they just sat in my wallet. But then they went and reinvented themselves to turn these bio pills into these fucking dope ass apostle characters. And they've been dropping these like teaser videos and previews that are fucking sick. So big shout out to the bio pills, man. I can't wait to see what the apostles and what they do with them. But that is one where I think you talk about projects and how that's one that they could have rugged, right? They could have been like, all right, we sold those things. You know, the original intent was, you know, there's a sort of a VR element. If you if you use the pill in conjunction with a VR rig, it gives you like an experience, right? Almost like you took the pill. So now you're seeing shit or whatever. But and that itself was kind of neat and interesting and sort of new at the time. It was novel. I was like, yo, this is some new shit. I'm going to fuck with this. And then. You know, it just kind of, you know, I don't think, it, there, you know, I didn't pay a lot of attention. I'm not in a lot of the discords, um, you know, but it just seemed to kind of sit. But then they went and took these things and then turned them into these, you know, this storyline with these characters and this like dark Bane kind of shit, like creating these characters that are really badass. And again, like their trailer is crazy and it's so well cool. done. So it's like they're taking time, effort to build some new shit and provide new value for their you know, they're called the investors, customers, clients, whatever we are at the end of the day, the collectors and uh, big, big shout out. I mean, even if it doesn't blow up over time, it was still just such a cool effort on their part to not let it go, but to try to reinvent it in a way that's really neat. So anyway, I think that ties into some of what we talked about earlier. So I just want to make that point. But and I think with that, I think it's it, man. So thank you to my squad co-host. You all know what it is, man. As always appreciate y'all spending time with, with us here. And, uh, and thank you to the audience. As I say, in every show without you, there is no us. So hit us up. We're on Twitter, hit us up on the comments, domain Sherpa. Um, also, you know, we're going to talk about making the rabbit hole discord, um, public or at least more public than it's been, you know, it's been a bit of a closed, uh, community, but we're looking to open that up uh, soon here. So um, I might even mention that in the front end when I do my intro, just so folks know that, you know, as they want to get involved and kind of chat with us and bullshit with us, like that's what we do, you know? So let's do that and, uh, you know, make some of that happen. And uh, yeah. And in the meantime, appreciate y'all taking the time out to listen to us, hit us up. We will otherwise be back here soon on domain Sherpa, all roads lead to domains down the rabbit hole with the rabbit hole gang, 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 what it do. See y'all next time. Peace. It don't matter what you do